we are so grateful that you are joining us today. We as a community pray that the Lord would refresh you as you hear today's message. If you would like to support and further the work here in the city, please visit us at www.oasischurchchicago.com or download our app, Oasis Church Chicago. Now, here's Pastor JP with today's message. Come on, it's good to be in God's house, amen? Can one of y'all grab my preaching stand so I can preach my notes? <laughs> you guys doing all right this morning? You know, what's funny is I was just sitting, standing back there actually, um, I know we talk a lot about worship in this church, and it's not because pastor's passionate about it, it's because the word talks so much about it, actually. Thank you. The word speaks a lot about worship, and you know, if we were at, I know this is a cliche thing to say, so forgive me, um, but if we were at a concert of whatever artist you prefer, you all would stay and be asking, one more song, one more song. Like, as I was standing there, the Lord just said, you do this sometimes, right? You don't want to leave the concert early, right? Because you leave, and then you hear the worship, uh, the music begin to pick back up, and you run back in there because you want to hear one more song from some person or band that's really great. I love music. I listen to a lot of music. Um, but I never want to just look at the clock and be like, well, it's 11.05, 11.10. We got to get to the Word. The Word's important. We preach the Word here. We believe in the Word of God like it, it, it's the word. I mean, we believe in this thing to be true, and we live our lives off of this, but can we be a church that's not eager just to be like, okay, they sang their four songs, time to sit down now, feed me, pastor, let me sip on my coffee. My coffee's getting cold, right? Some of you all just grabbed your coffee right away. I see it all. It's cool. It's fine. Drink your coffee. No judging here. And uh, you're like, just let me sit down. But like, what if we were so consumed by Jesus We were like, I, I want this song to never end. I want to worship my king all day long. I want to sing like I have a voice. <laughs> I want to sing like my voice is good. Um, I want to praise God with everything in me. I don't care if the clock is running down. I want to worship Jesus with everything in me. Can we be a church that doesn't just go to concerts and venues and be like, one more song, but can we be a church that shows up to the house of God? Can we lift our hands in praise and adoration to the one that's actually going to heal you, the one that's actually going to restore you, the one that's actually going to breathe fresh life into your body when it is dry and weary? His name is Jesus. And can we be a church that worships the King Jesus with everything inside of us? Amen? To see you as people that come to Oasis, and I want them to be like, yo, those people are nuts. <laughs> but I want to know what they have, because they walk around this city worshiping God. They walk around the city worshiping Jesus. They worship something greater than what I can see. I want people to see Jesus in you through your worship. Amen? And so I, I don't really have much time now. Um, but I know on this Thanksgiving weekend, you know, there's a lot to be thankful for. And I said it, you know, Jesus wants our obedience, but he really just desires to meet with us. And when he meets with us, what we can give back to him as a thanks offering is our praise. As our praise. Don't withhold praise from the one it's due. Do not. Do not. The word is so true. 
I know we're just family today. Those of you that you're well, you're visiting, you know, so glad you're here, but this is how we do church. <laughs> you know, it says, Scripture says, and we've said it, but it says that Jesus inhabits the praises of his people. So if you're like, Jesus, where are you? <laughs> where are you? He's with you. Yeah, 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 I get that. But he literally, his spirit inhabits when people begin to worship. Like, Jesus, we're going to worship you. And you know, he's like, I'm coming down to stand right next to you. I'm going to be right with you. Keep worshiping my son and daughter because I want to be with you. The word says it. I believe it. Some of you all are wondering why the spirit of God isn't moving in your life. Maybe you need to open up your mouth and worship him a little louder than what you've done before. Is this? So, got a quick message here. It's just one of those kind of uh, spiritual truths that I want to present to us today. Is that all right? Slack's going to keep playing because it just sounds awesome. So Psalms 1, 1 through 3, I'm going to read it in a second. It's going to be up on the screen in one moment. But as I was reflecting this holiday weekend and being with family and friends and just kind of sitting there and, you know, being able to shut off for a moment and reflect. I, I, I love holidays because everyone shows up and people are smiley and happy and you get to be with family, right? You get to hear what everyone's doing. You get to check in on the people that you haven't talked to in a while, and it's great. And I was sitting there, and I was reflecting, and I was reading the Word, and I jumped to Psalms 1, which is a familiar passage of Scripture. Um, and I read it, and it said something so so profound to me that I've heard often in my life, but it really jumped out at me. And it's this idea, uh, idea, 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 well, we're going to have church this morning here in uh, this place, right here in this, uh, Texas, hey? Texas, yeah. Slacks from Texas is an inside joke, sorry. Um, it's this idea of us bearing fruit in every season of our life. Not just bearing fruit when it's convenient, not just bearing fruit when we have to, but bearing fruit in every season of our lives. Psalms 1, 1 through 3 says it this way. Oh, the joys, other translations say, blessed is the man. Oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked or stand around with sinners or join in with mockers, but they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. They are like trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit in each season. Bearing fruit, in some translation, in every season of life. Giving off fruit in every season. Their leaves never wither, and they prosper. Oh, prosper. What is, oh, here we go. That's the Bible, not JP, not pastors. The word says, and they, Jesus, can I say something? God wants you to prosper in your life. Some of you are like, I think he does. Maybe this is going to get real weird. It's going to get real like, oh, gospel message of prosperity. Here we go. No, God wants you to prosper in your life. He doesn't want you just to have this life where you're just like, oh, I'm never going to be able to do anything. This is so hard. This is, oh, just get me to heaven, Jesus. No, he wants you to have life and life abundant here now. What is that? Prospering. To have a prosperous life. It says, the word says, not JP, but it says, and they prosper in all they do. Bearing fruit in every season of our life, prospering in everything, in every area of our life. I want to talk about this today, if that's all right. You know, if you're anything like me, (laughs) 
I don't like when seasons change. I don't like it. You know, I'm not just necessarily talking about these seasons, right, the four seasons. Even then, I'm not a super big fan. (laughs) I'm a kind of summer guy, sun, hot, warmth, right? This stuff, I'm like, oh, wow, get me out of here. (laughs) But I'm here. Thank you, God. Um, I'm here in Chicago, and I love it. I'm not a big seasons changing guy. Sure, there's beauty to it. My wife loves it. You know, you get your leaves and gather them together and throw them up and get a good picture for the Instagram, right? It's awesome. It's beautiful. It's amazing. Um, I'm not necessarily talking about the four seasons that we experience physically. I'm just talking about seasons of life, right? This life that we live, you have seasons, right? You have ups and downs and highs and lows. And I don't like when I know that I'm entering into a new season. Where, where I just came from a really good season of life, things seem to kind of be clicking, seems, it seems to be rolling properly. You ever been in a season where you're just like, this is a really good season of life? To, to where you know on the horizon, because the Holy Spirit at times will prompt me and say, the season of life that you're about to enter in is not going to be that awesome, per se. It's not going to be the easiest of seasons. And me and God have a little wrestling match when those seasons come. I'm like, God, I love schedules. I love ease. I love just the convenience of having to, uh, to know what's going to happen. I don't want a changing season, God. I remember wrestling with God in a, in a part of my life where it was a very transitional part of my life. And I remember being at, at the university, and I was there, and I became a resident director. If you don't know what that is, basically I was the dad of like 70 dudes, me. It's really, really insane that they allowed me to do that. Uh, and Rachel joined the journey with me two years into that and became the mom of all the dudes. Uh, she was a lot better than I was. And uh, But I, I remember when I first started that, I had this stirring in my heart that God was going to do something. It was really the beginning of stirring of this work. And I just jumped into becoming a resident director. I just gave my commitment to the university and said, yes, pause. Can we be a church? Can we be people that our yeses are yes? Can you be people of your word? Can we be people of our word? Hello? That's another sermon, another time. Mark that down for me, babe. I'm going to preach that one day. And I remember saying yes to this, and I remember like four months into it, I was just like, man, God, I don't like this season. This season's boring. God, you've birthed something in me, because I believe he's birthed a dream inside of every single one of you. He's birthed purpose inside of every single one of you. He's birthed something in you that's only in you. And I remember sitting there like, God, I don't like this. I'm at this place in the middle of nowhere, it seems like. I'm investing in 70 guys that really don't care about my investment. God, I want to be used in a greater way. God, I want something else. God, I want a bigger platform. I'm being honest. God, this doesn't seem like a cool season. Can you take me to the next season? <laughs> God, I don't think I'm really bearing the fruit that you've got. You call me to ministry. This isn't ministry. Hello, JP. It was plenty of ministry. And I remember sitting in my bedroom, and I, I got on my face, and I remember the window was right there, and I had this little dresser, and I just didn't know what else to do. I was so frustrated. Anybody ever been frustrated with God in seasons? We could be honest here. <laughs> my hand is like, I've been so frustrated with God. Get me out of this season. And I remember him saying to me, hey, JP, will you stop allowing the season? I wrote this down, actually, in a journal, and I had to go find it. Will you stop allowing the season you are in to keep you from setting your heart on me fully so that I can show you the secret things in this season? 
so that you can bear fruit even with where you are at today. Fruit that will make significant impact for someone else and will grow you today for where I want to take you next. Oh, man, I was like, you ever been wrecked by God? (laughs) Sorry. I was wrecked. God, how do I bear fruit in this season? How do I, how do, I do what you've called me to do in this season? I, okay, God, I hear you. I don't want to jump to the next season if you're not done with me in this season. Right? So God, help me to understand. And I read Psalms 1. I called my buddy Will Morris Crawford. Many of you know him. And I said, Will Morris, I'm dealing with this stuff. This season right now isn't cool. It's not, it's not awesome. It's not the best. I'm lonely. I'm, a, I'm afraid. I'm fearful. All these things. He said, JP, read Psalms 1. <laughs> I was like, Will Morris, you need to give me something else. He's like, read Psalms 1. And I read it, and it said, plant yourself next to the river of life, the water that never runs dry. Plant yourself in the season, JP, that you are in today, in my word, meditating it day and night, and watch as you do those things what I will do in and through you. Oh, this is good. For some of you, this is going to click. And so I was like, okay, God, I'm going to do that. And I began to watch. This is, not a pri- this is not a prideful thing. I'm not a superhero. I'm not perfect. I'm far from it. But I made a resolve in my heart that it was like, you know what, okay, I'm here in this season. I'm going to do whatever you've called me to do. I'm going to plant myself in the word of God. I'm going to live in a life-giving environment, a.k.a. God's word and hearing God's voice. And I'm going to do what you've called me to do. And I began to watch men. Countless men that were so far from God, that were separated so far from Jesus. Some of them would even say to me, hey, JP, I know Jesus is real. I get that, but I don't want to experience him. I'm good. And I'd be like, God, help me to bear fruit in this season. Help me to bear fruit where you have me today. And I watched as God began to stir in that season of life. Miracle after miracle after miracle. That was a really good place to say amen. It's just making sense. I began began to watch God open up the hearts of men and women that we got to minister to and, and, and and do life with and sow into. And I began to share the word with them. The word became a wellspring of life in my heart. And it flowed out of me to people. I found myself saying scripture to people and I'd be like, where did that come from? And God's like, hey, you've been, you've been planted in the river next to me, so it's going to flow out of you into this world, into this community, into this time and space. And I watched it just happen. I'm not even going to use notes, guys. Just And I watched that, hey, you know what, in that season of life, I started to see God's hand unfold in my life. And no longer was I eager to get out of that season. No longer was I anticipating, God, get me out of this season so I can go do something better than what I'm doing today. Can we be honest for a moment? If we're just being super honest with ourselves, we would love to get out of seasons of life because they're not cool. They're not fun. They're not the most enjoyable. But what if today we said, God, in every season of my life, help me to bear fruit with where I'm at today. 
Some of you are working at Starbucks. Be the best barista in the whole world. Pray over those coffee cups and those beans. When they get the cup, they just feel the Holy Ghost shake their hand. That's a weird theologically. Just... Some of you are like, I don't know what that means. It's all right. But maybe just maybe instead of praying over the beans as people are coming to your cash register and you're checking them out, you're like, hey, have a great day. God bless you. Better yet, Jesus loves you. You may get fired. I don't know. Don't come back to the church and be like, JP, you told us to do this. I'm fired. I have nowhere to live. Actually, Rachel and I will take you. We always do. It's just like, come in. But what if you were like, God, I'm in this season of life today. And I, I don't think I'm bearing much fruit. What if you were to just hear his voice today and says, hey, my son, my daughter, would you plant yourself in me first? Would you plant deep roots into my living water? And if you do that first, if you plant yourself in the word of God, watch as you bear fruit in every season. Some of you are looking for the promotion before you've postured yourself in the right place. Like, God, take me to the next season. And he's like, hey, I'm not done with you in this season yet. I'm trying to get your attention in this season. I'm trying to mold you in this season. I'm trying to work the things that are in you in this season. Because if you jump to the next season of life, it's not going to be good. It's not going to be what I would have for you. See, I think too often we as believers, we just want to jump to the next thing. Well, that church didn't give me what I wanted. They didn't have everything I needed, so I'm out. What if you stayed in the season of life where, why don't you ask Jesus, Jesus, am I called to be at the church I'm at? And if so, when things don't go well and they don't go awesome, help me to stay planted in your house. Because scripture says this, those that remain planted in the house of God will also flourish. But yeah, don't worry about the church, just don't try to leave God's church when his things don't happen the way you think that they should happen, right? I tried Jesus for like six months, it was cool, but he didn't give me everything I needed to get. And people leave, I, I'm all the time like, no! Like, it's not, it's not better out there. It's not. Promise you. Sin looks good. It, it feels good. It smells good. <laughs> it tastes good. But it's going to kill you. Welcome to Oasis Church Chicago this morning. I'm like, don't leave this season. Just stay tight. Hold steady. Plant yourself deep. If you haven't seen the miracle yet, keep praying. Keep praising. Keep saying, God, would you do in me what you want to do in me? God, I'm going to live according to your word. God, I'm going to wrap my mind and my heart around your promises in this word. What happens is, is when people want to get out of seasons and they make the attempt to. I'm just talking. Is this okay? Uh, what happens is, is people get into a season of life and they haven't sown the word into their hearts. So they get into a really tough season. And they just start proclaiming the scriptures that they remember from the pastor. Oh, God, you that began a good work, uh, just faithful till the end. That's, that, I think that's in there somewhere. God, just, just do what only you can do in me. Right? Like everybody had been there? Like, what? just me? Wow. 
Instead of being like, no, I know this through and through. And the word says that blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seats of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water. His leaves do not wither, a.k.a. my life's not going to die. I'm not going to fail. I'm not going to grow tired and weary. My leaves are not going to wither. I am going to prosper in everything that I do. You see what happens when you start proclaiming the word of God? Over your life in seasons that may look dark, may look weary, may look hard. Instead of saying, God, take me out of this season, pray this. God, keep me in this season and fix my eyes upon the Savior. That'll preach. God, keep me in this season. The season's hard. It seems tough. I don't want to go yet. Because if you skip what he has for you today... You're going to miss the progress of where he wants to take you tomorrow. I'm done with this. The band can come up. This is a short talk. I, I know you came. I have a fancy sermon. I'll preach this more in depth. But can we be people that say, you know what, God, I want to bear fruit in every season of my life. If it's high season, I want to bear fruit. If it's low season, I want to bear fruit. If, it's, if, it, if I'm sick, I want to bear fruit. If I'm healthy, I want to bear fruit. If I'm broke, I want to bear fruit. If I'm uh, taken care of, I want to bear fruit. JP, you keep saying bearing fruit. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Anybody else ever talk that way to pastors in your head? Sometimes I'm in sermons and I'm like, you keep saying the same thing over and over again, and I don't know what you're talking about. Just me? Two of us. Thank you, Jordan. Appreciate your love, man. Where you're like, what does bearing fruit mean? I get it, but I don't really get it. I'll just keep saying amen because you tell me to. <laughs> bearing fruit? There's a lot of things, but what Jesus talks about is this. See, in every season of life, no matter how hard it is, no matter how dark it may be, no matter what's happening, you can still bear fruit by meditating on God's word day and night. But bearing fruit, in essence, what Jesus says it is, is simply this. Love. Hmm. Love. Faith, hope, and love, but the most important is love. Love. Hey, so JP, when you're in the season that's dark, and when you're in the season that seems to not be fulfilling what you want, will you love me with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength? And will you love your neighbor as yourself? Will you love the person across the way from you? Will you love the person next to you at work? Will you love them if they're Democrat or Republican? Will you love them if they look like you, like, look like you or don't look like you at all? Because guess what, JP, this is how God speaks to me. This season of life you're in, whatever season I'm in today, the one thing that is certain is God's love for me. And so if I'm going to bear fruit in every season, if I'm going to walk out this thing called being a believer, a follower of Jesus Christ, then what it means to bear fruit is to love God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself. As yourself. See, bearing fruit in every season is just simply that. Hey, I might not be where I want to be. I might not have the things that I want to have. I may not have the relationship that I think I should have at this point in my life because I've been worshiping God. I've been praising God for far too long. He hasn't brought him to me yet. I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting. Keep waiting. And love God. And love people. You're waiting for the breakthrough and the miracle? You're waiting for the healing? Love God. Love people. 
bear fruit in every season. See, what happens is when you do this, you get, get what I'm, does this, babe, does this make sense? Like, am I crazy? Yeah, I'm crazy. I'm not crazy. See, what happens is, is when you live like this, you stop worrying about yourself. I'm closing with this. Alex, come on up. When you start to say, God, I want to bear fruit in every season of my life, no matter where I'm at, no matter how hard it gets, no matter what's going on, God, I want to love you with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my mind, with all my strength, and I want to love my neighbor as myself. Guess what it does? It takes your eyes off of you, and it fixes them upon God. Woo! God, I'm going to plant myself deep into the living water. The water that never runs dry, the fountain that will overflow my life. I'm going to plant myself there because I know you are good and you are worthy of it. And then I'm going to watch you, God, unfold things in my life. No matter the season that I am in, I'm going to see you do the miraculous. I'm going to see you do the supernatural. I'm going to see you take me to places and spaces I can't imagine. But today, right here in this season that I'm walking through, it may be really tough. It may be really dark. It may be the mountaintop. But today, God, I want to bear fruit in this season and every season to come. I want to love you with everything in me. I want to give you my heart every single day. I want to give you my mind every single day. I want to give you all of me every single day so that I can love you and I can love people because there is a city out there. There is a dark and desperate city that is in need of the love of Jesus Christ. I don't know about you, but I want to bear fruit in every season. Anybody else want to bear fruit in every season? Come on, church. Can we worship him this morning? Can we just praise him and ask him to just move?